All right. Okay, welcome to the third episode of the Ranked Podcast. I am your host, Finale, as always. Um, and today I have a really, really special guest today, um, Melissa Alam. She's a founder and creative director of Alam Digital. Um, and just a little bit about her, Melissa is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, brand designer, and photographer based out of Philadelphia. She works with creative entrepreneurs and bold brands to create design and execute strategies that increase sales, gain exposure and empower communities. She's also been featured in publications and outlets like Buzzfeed, Apartment Therapy, uh, CBS, and so, so, so much more. So hello, and thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Manali. I'm so glad to be on here. <laughs> uh, yay, okay, cool. Um, so as you know, just a little bit of background about how we met, I guess, just to like, tell everyone um so me and you met at the breakout conference yeah. last year um more specifically like i was very um i was just so intrigued by everything that you do and i like followed your instagram immediately and i was like i have <laughs> i was like i have to know what she does i like went on your website i definitely just like did like the all around stockage just so you know so i'm like obsessed with what you do and i'm so excited um so to kind of piggyback off of that just want to open it up to you and kind of see you know um just a little bit about your background who are you how did you get here and like are there any things that you want to call out from your own personal background uh just to kick us off yeah well thank you for the traffic to my site um <laughs> appreciate the stocking uh no i yeah so my name is melissa and i am a brand designer is what i call it um as a career and so i kind of i'm all about like designing the the life you want to live and part of that has been designing um this career that i've created so i'm actually in my 10th year of running my business um, I started right out of college pretty much. I went to Temple University here in Philadelphia for marketing. And then right after I graduated, I did like the agency route, which was, you know, what people in my field pretty much do. Um, so I worked at an agency for PR and then I did an, uh, worked at another agency for like online media buying and planning. So all those banner ads and pop-ups you see, um, I learned like all about that world. And then I worked uh, at another agency for SEO. So I was just like agency hopping and like yeah. learning these new skills. And I just kind of realized like I'd rather work for myself. I just hated the the routine of like nine to six every day, come yeah. home, have dinner, swipe on these dating apps, just being miserable and then re repeating that same thing afterwards. So um, yeah, I just realized I, was bored with like that routine. I didn't want to have a boss. And I also didn't want to limit my my pay. Yeah. I was on these like, you know, 100K client accounts and I'm only getting a fraction of that. So I was like, I don't, I don't want to limit how much I make. So I quit my um, agency job all of a sudden. Uh, and then I had, they had, they were going to give me like one more check. So I had like two weeks to figure out like, you know, how right. more money. Uh, and then so I just, I got some random side gig at like a Thai restaurant. So I just started hustling like these small, like Craigslist jobs I would find. And then when I wasn't doing that, I was teaching myself uh, web design. So 
yeah, um, I've always been like into tech. My my brothers have taught me well. They're tech nerds as well, um, and so I've always like they taught me always how to like troubleshoot computers and right. So I've always been like that girl to like fix a projector in class when the teacher couldn't do it. Oh, <laughs> right. So I just kind of ran with that, and you know, um, I taught myself design. I uh, was in a sorority in college and we would have to make like party flyers and no one else mm -hmm. knew how. So I taught myself by watching like YouTube videos and like creating flyers on, on, on a Photoshop or whatnot. So yeah, um, I just started networking after I, I quit my job, going to events and telling people I make websites and then starting right. and I've been doing that ever since. Um, and it's just been like, the best life I could have. I, I'm able to travel anywhere I want. Like, I'm more of a night owl, so I can work at night and then like take naps and chill during the day. Right. So it's I just love that. a dream lifestyle that I I wouldn't give. I will never give up. So yeah, that's kind of like my career. Really. <laughs> okay, obsessed. Um, so a couple questions that kind of like sparked out of that that I think would be useful to hear for anyone who's listening is that um, obviously like going from a full-time to a, to like having your own business and all of that, it's super, super daunting. What is like, how long would you say took you to get your first client and like just any steps that you would give anyone else that is kind of on the same path that is kind of like, I don't really know what to expect. I don't really know what to do. And like, they're kind of in that limbo area right now. Yeah. It's definitely not like, you know, an overnight thing. I think we always see people like, um, with these like huge successful careers and we're like, Oh man, they, you know, it, it happened so easy for them or whatnot, but there's always like a backstory, um, and a lot of time and like, restless nights and like, you know, random side gigs that <laughs> had to be part of the, the, the plan and the story as well. So yeah, I, I mean like the first website I made was for like $200 and it was, you know, you, you have to start building up your portfolio. So that takes time. So you make, you take a lot of pay cuts and you, you know, do what you have to do to kind of get that experience when you're first starting. Um, right. And for the for like three years i'll say um i wasn't getting like consistent clientele and again like i was also charging like pennies so right. it, was, it was hard to like make a living but thankfully like being in philadelphia at that time from like 2013 to 2017 um you know rent isn't that high so i was able to like afford the the life i wanted and live on my own and all that stuff so um I'm very grateful for that and for that, for the city being, you know, supportive of, you know, freelancers and entrepreneurs. But yeah, I wasn't getting clients um, in like summer and winter. So I, there was so many times I was like, let me just, get a, I'll just go back to having a full-time job. But I was like, you know what, just stick through it. Like that's the biggest thing is you have to push through because it's not going to be like, you're not going to be successful right away yeah. when, you're, when you're creating your business. So um I, I did at one summer get a full-time job with another agency working social media. And in like a month, I started getting more busy with clients and I quit pretty much. Right. So it's like, when the, then I was like, you know what? I got to just like keep going and like, yeah. um, and then in, I'd say like in 2017, I got a huge client that was unexpected. Um, and that kind of, I want to say really propelled my career. Um, mm -hmm. And it was a new restaurant that was opening that my friend, 
she was like, hey, um, do you know anyone that does PR? Because I'm working for this new restaurant. And it was in my neighborhood as well, so that was very convenient. Um, and I lied and because I needed, I needed yeah. a gig. And I was trying to manifest like a big client as well. And I was like, oh, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I did an internship four years ago <laughs> in PR, right? Um, and so they interviewed me and I got it. And then like a week before, or no, like a month before they, they opened the restaurant, she quit. So I took over all her, like her role as well. Wow. Um, and I also offered web design cause they were, they had an agency that was in Chicago that was building their website. And I, I saw it and I was like, this isn't, this isn't you guys, like right. I'll do it. And so I pretty much fired that agency and like ended up designing their website and doing their PR for opening. And they became like the number one restaurant in Philadelphia. Sure. Um, they're like super, just a, a, a bougie rest, like right. awesome. Yeah. And then they also have multiple other restaurants that they hired me for within their family to do their website and um, like maintain some of their stuff, digital stuff. So after I got that, um, that client and people started to know me as like, oh, you did Soraya. Like that was right. like, uh, I was like, yeah. And so I started getting more clients from that. And that really gave me the confidence to um, just keep working. And um, like, yeah, I just, I was just getting more clients from that. So it took yeah. four years because I started like in 20, 2012, 2013. Um, and then I've been busy ever since, um, which I'm just so grateful for. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's, it sounds like fr from your first client that you landed, you then it was more of like, um, it was like a networking effect, right? Like yeah. you, like you landed this one, you had to like put your foot in the door and be like, Hey, I can actually do X, Y, and Z for you as well. And then it kind of like spread from there. Yeah, I exactly. Like it was a lot of, um, hard work and like taking, yeah. taking on, you know, all sorts of clients. And then also not being afraid of your own like potential and capability. So I could have easily said like, oh, I have a friend that does PR and that would have yeah. completely changed my life of where I'm at now, I'd say. Um, but instead I, I, you gotta, you know, fake it till you make it in a yeah. way. Oh, 100%. And um, just really challenge yourself. And that was probably the biggest thing I learned from that experience was like, I deserve to be in these rooms and I am 100% capable. And if not, then I can, you know, hire someone that is to help out but um like i wanted to be an asset i wanted to be a strip like this was um such a big opportunity and i didn't want yeah. it so being like confident and brave enough to say yes and then figuring it out afterwards um would be i guess biggest piece of advice i could give yeah i really like what you said about like knowing that you could do it and knowing that you are extremely capable of learning and like growing in that i think like from what i've heard and even from my own experience is like when i used to do freelance when i used to take on clients i used to always think to myself and be like okay you know i don't necessarily know how to do this 110 i think i could get 80 percent there but there's like the like 20 percent in your brain that's kind of like you're gonna miserably fail don't even like raise your hand don't even do this and i think like drowning out that like talk and being like no i can't actually do this like the only limits that you're putting yourself is or sorry the only limits that you're putting on yourself is like you it's all like self-talk that's essentially mm -hmm. happening 
100%. Exactly, yeah. And as women, I feel like we, there was like that thing where women don't apply for jobs unless they have like 100% yeah. requirements or whatnot, and men are like 10% and they'll apply. Like, <laughs> yeah. you have to have the confidence of, a mediocre white man right <laughs> like that has been um and yeah i'll still get like nervous yeah. you know right before a gig or a photo shoot or whatnot but i'm like i give myself a pep talk and then um i'm like you got this you're gonna kill it and right. just like own it you have to own it um and show like your power and that's that's what i've done with my career so yeah you gotta believe in yourself for sure yeah <laughs> I mean, how have you dealt, if you have dealt with this, how have, how have you dealt with like negative feedback, like any uh, negativity? Because I know that sometimes like there's comments or there's self-doubts or there's things that are said that maybe could push one person like back a little in, in their own belief about themselves. Has that happened to you? And if it has, like, how have you kind of dealt with that? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, as an entrepreneur like there's definitely going to be negative self-talk like am I going to get clients I'm going to be happy with um what I you know provide for them like is my work good enough mm -hmm. um but I think the what recently what has been going through like my brain is um and I also I did a rebrand for myself recently mm -hmm. on my website and I put this there that you know you have to trust the process when working with me. So I started to think, okay, what are some patterns with client work that I've you know, done in the past and how can I um, anticipate that for future clients? Because I don't wanna work with everybody. Right. I want people that really, really wanna work with me and I want the opportunity to say yes or no to them. So it was like a mindset shift of like, mm. you know, that mindset of like, oh my God, I need to take every client to yeah. a mindset where, I'm now like, oh, there's so many clients I want to work with me. I get to pick and choose. Um, and I also get to write the story of how people work with me. It's not going right. to be the same way you might work with everybody else. Like, So I put that um, this section on my website where it's like, um, we'd be a good fit if you can trust the process. Like, right. as a, I'm also creative and I, I'm not like doing, you know, you can't force design out of me. Like I have to right. like, you know, just like meditate on it sometimes. I have yeah. to have a million drafts. And you know, sometimes it's it's not gonna take the time that I anticipate it to take or that we agree upon because I want it like to be perfect for you and for your client at the end of the day. Right. So, um, acknowledging that um, and knowing like, okay, I can't be put into a bucket of like, this is how you know designers need to work with clients, but more so let me just own the fact that this is how I work. And let me, you know, iterate that to you before we start working so you can, so I don't feel guilty or whatnot throughout the process. So I think really taking a deep look at how, how do you work the best and right. I'll know before you even start working with them um, so that it, it eliminates that self-doubt because at the end of the day, it's like, I told you, like, you can't force design and I'm not, I'm also not going to put out um, projects or, uh, you know, a website that I'm not proud of. Yeah. So, I have a level of like I have standards and a level of like perfectionism to my work as like an artist and a creative that um, the clients just need to understand and respect as well. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Owning owning your skill and talent and what makes you like um, the best entrepreneur, designer, creative, 
et cetera, that you can be. Right. Okay. Love that. And then you also mentioned like a little, like a couple minutes ago, you mentioned the word manifest. And I think that's very, very important to bring up in this context specifically. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in kind of like the concept of manifesting your own reality and your own success. And I, and I genuinely think that if you speak negatively about yourself, about your future, about who you are, like the, that energy is picked up and it's kind of brought back onto you. I think like, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that because I, I definitely feel, at least from what I've seen, you are such a traveler. You, you seem like so happy with who you are, where you are, wherever you go. I'm like, literally I have gone through your stories sometimes and I'd be like, how does she do that? Like how, how, what frame of mind does it take to get there? So please enlighten us, mainly me about like how, like talk to me about how you, how you think about that. So funny. Yeah. I, uh, suppress my trauma through memes. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, thank you for like noticing and, and love where I'm at. And I'm just like, so like genuinely happy. Um, and it's, it's obviously been a journey, you know, uh, and like part of me, it's, it's just like a lot of like back and forth in my mind where, you know, sometimes I will go on like Facebook and see everyone having like, you know, kids in America, like they're getting engaged and then they have kids and then they're, buy they're buying a house. But I've stopped um, comparing my timeline to anyone else's because, and that was like one of the first steps is like, just let me be happy in this moment and not force anything. Like what's, right what's meant for me is already mine and it'll happen in my own time. And I'm also just like living my best life. And I know so many people are also looking at me and being like, damn, I wish I could, you know, do this that she's doing or traveling here. So it's like, we're, we're all just like in this. So um, instead of focusing on making our lives the best it can be. So I love manifesting. I feel like I've manifested so much minus a husband, but, um, <laughs> no way. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I really can't complain. I'm, I'm just also, you know, I take a step back and I'm, I'm grateful for all the things I do have instead of wishing I had someone else's life. Right. Um, and I've also just surrounded myself with the most amazing like group of friends and group of women um, that we just support each other. Like if someone's like, Oh, I have to go uh, on a work trip you know, to some state next week, one of us right. will come like we're, and we're all entrepreneurs. Co-work together and like have fun together and travel together. It's just like, that fills my heart up so much that like motivates me to keep going. And, um, amazing. Yeah. Like I, I moved out of Philly at one point during COVID and I yeah. ran back after like a few months because yeah. I'm like, this, like what I have in Philly with, with, with these people and with like my network and community is like the most uplifting thing ever. So surrounding yourself with like amazing people um, is so important and people that are supportive of you and like push you forward. Um, and then, yeah, just working on like yourself so much. I am such a like lover of, you know, personal development and yeah. like doing things that you want to do. Like I signed up, I've always wanted to dance, like 
I feel like I have two left feet. So I signed up for like an eight week salsa class that I love. love that. You know, oh my like, God. There's nothing, you're the only person stopping yourself from living yeah. life. And um, that's also how I just like stay busy is just like, okay, what hobby do I want to learn? What, right. what, what can I do to improve myself? I got a bike. I've been biking a lot just for like self care and like, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, focusing on yourself a lot um, and writing things down. Um, like the apartment I'm in, I wanted like a loft so badly. And I feel like I'm living in my dream apartment right now. I'm so happy I got it. Like, yeah, so it's it's being really clear with, with what you want. Writing stuff down, I think, really helps. Yeah. And, um, working, like part of me is like forget it and then see what happens, but also like simultaneously like work right. at, you know, towards it. like. Um, so you can achieve what you want and, and manifest that life. But yeah, you have to not compare yourself to other and like live in your lane, live, yeah. your, live your best life in your own lane, live in your lane. I'm going to use that as a tagline. <laughs> I love that. Um, amazing. Yeah. I, I think that all hits so hard because like, there's a lot of people that I know personally as well that are, you know, they are always like, Oh, like, I wish I was doing this. I wish I was traveling here. And I think everyone can do that exactly to your point. It's just about like moving towards that in your with your actions and your thoughts and like who you're surrounding yourself with. I think that yeah. really, really does play a really big part in all of that. Yeah. And um, not having the fear. I mean, so I, I had a conference for five years called Fearless Con. And the name of right. that was because um, a male friend of mine at one point was like, wow, you're just so fearless. Like you go after what you want. And I was right. like, I've never had someone say that about me. Like it was yeah. like, I don't care about any, I'm, first of all, I'm, I'm horrible with compliments, but any like physical yeah. compliments I cringe at. Yeah. That one was like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> for calling me, like noticing and calling me fearless. And then right. I wanted other women to feel that. So I started this conference, but um, yeah, you gotta really go for what you want because yeah. life is short, so. Yeah, I mean, great segue like speaking of fearless con tell me you've you've done so many other things as well i feel like you know you've done fearless con you're you're on on uh like the board of directors at, at breakout like the hive like all these things um how do you get to the point where you're actively creating these opportunities for yourself and others and like do you have any kind of advice or like any kind of thoughts about you know how to get to where you are and like how did you get to this point in your life or in, in like in the past into that point in your life yeah. where you were able to open yourself up to these opportunities and really make space for them yeah um so i would say that you know i have been behind the scenes with my design business for a lot mm -hmm. of um when i first started out and like around 20 13, 2014, I was like, you know, I want to be in front. I want to be in front um, and be known for my creativity. And yep. I was just telling my friends that and, and, you know, simultaneously manifesting this, you know, other side that other, you know, career that I wanted. And um, I ended up getting an opportunity for like a, a mentor of mine had um, an office space she was leaving. And I saw it on Craigslist and I hit her up. I was like, oh, you guys are leaving yeah. and I could kind of afford this actually. Um, and she let me, yeah, rent it. And that's when I opened my co-working space for women in Philly called The Hive. Um, and so 
I'm just like, when I feel super passionate about something, like that fuels me so much and I will not stop until I have it. Um, Love that. I, really I was like, this is my opportunity to be like in front of, in front of the scene or the cameras or like yeah. work at least minus, you know, not being in my home behind a laptop. So I opened that and um, got a lot of press for, cause there was no like women's only space in Philly. Right. And so, yeah, that propelled me even further. And then I, I launched um, the conference, which was honestly like, part of it was like, uh, you know, to ha build a community and like give, uh, I, I was always attending a lot of conferences around the country and there was like nothing I liked in Philly. Right. There was also part like fundraiser for the rent that I needed to pay for right. this space. So. <laughs> I was like, how can I make money real quick? Like a large sum of money. <laughs> right. So I broke even pretty much every year, but uh, it was such an amazing experience. And, um, but yeah, like for me, the things, the other businesses or brands I create are really just a reflection of where am I at in my life. Yeah. Um, and so right now, like I'm really just doing the the design work for Alam Digital. Um, and I don't really have like another um, business or, you know, it's it, something things are brewing, but I haven't like pushed myself because I think part of being a creative and an entrepreneur is like having grace. Um, yeah. And you know, not forcing it. You know, like I could have opened something else right after, or like, you know, launched something you know completely new. Right. I closed down my space in 2016, but I was like, no, nah, let me just like travel and like. Yeah chill out and if, if another idea comes that I really relate to that like matches where I'm at in my life, I'll, I'll go with that. But I like, I don't want to force anything. And I also like having a very just like chill life too. Yeah. Um, that's why I work for myself. I don't really have any like full-time employees, you know? So yeah. um, really honoring that the fact of like the lifestyle I want to live and not pressuring myself so much to be like always at a hundred percent and always, you know, doing things for everyone else but myself right. um, and when it happens I'll, I'll run with it but yeah I think it's just like go with what your intuition is is calling you to do at, at that point in your, in your life and um, have grace with yourself even if you you know put it on the back burner so yeah I okay I love that I especially like <laughs> that you said that you honor where you are in your life and you will do like these these like um projects or like you'll you'll do what you feel where like in accordance to where you are and i think that that's so important because me personally and i i think like a lot of other people as well um i've always felt like a certain pressure to only do one thing and stick to that for like multiple years and like to really like you can't do you know three different projects and you can't do these things because you're stretching yourself too thin and you're not going to be successful and like all these things like i've personally been reprimanded for that and so it's just it like it's such a big thing to know that like you are like nope i honor what i want to do in the moment i go through it i see it through and then like i'll you know just do what I want to do. Like, you're not concerned about, you know, what are people thinking or this or that? Like, you're kind of just like, well, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do. And here's how I'm going to do it. And you like push it forward. So I think that's super, super awesome to like Thank hear. Yeah. yeah. Even with my conference, like 2019 was the fifth 
one that I did. And I told everyone there, I'm like, well, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, um, and it was mostly because I didn't feel like I was challenging myself. Like I, yeah. every year was just like, you know, copying the spreadsheet from last year, filling it in. Like, I don't yeah. like board when it comes to work. And so yeah. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to retire this because I've done it for five years. And, and when I get another big idea, I'll jump into that, but I'm not going right. to only when it's like ready, you know, it's right. Like that could be, you know, an art show. It could be, you know, um, a, a market for vendors, you know, uh, small makers. It could be whatever at, right. that, at that level of, um, you know, passion and time that it would take to create um, an amount of work because, you know, hosting a conference is a lot of work, but I'm not going to force it. And then yeah. 20 happened and there were no events. And I was like, I knew it. This was a good idea. <laughs> I, have, I knew I sh this was my last year. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, just you've gotta, people got to take it easy and, uh, you know, have fun with everything. Because yeah. if you're not having fun with your work or your passion projects, like it's people can tell. So yeah, 100%. Um, okay. And so my last kind of rapid fire, spit fire question that I'm like throwing at you. Um, is like where you are now everything that you've done everything that you've gone through everything that we've spoken about what is like maybe one or two tips that you can give to any other woman of color uh that's listening to like answer the question how did i get here like how how did i get to this point in my life and like what are some ways that you can kind of like impart on other people who are looking to follow where where you are like in in a general sense like yeah what is like a couple of tips that you could just tell um anyone who's listening today about that yeah i would say number one is to surround yourself with some other amazing women of color um who get it or you know other daughters of immigrants who mm -hmm. get it, who live the you know um who have similar passion uh, or have a similar passion in life. It doesn't have to be the same like industry or work that you guys are doing, but who are passionate, who um, support you, who push you to, you know, be accountable on things that you do say and that um, you want to do. And just like, yeah, surround yourself with a core community. That's because um, that is what I've just gained so much from, from being an entrepreneur. I could not, you know, have done this by myself. I definitely right. community. Um, and a lot of my clients are also referrals from that community. My friends will always like, um, you know, uh, put my name in, in different rooms, which I love. And love that. yeah, so surround yourself with women. And then I'd also say like, take some time and like romanticize yourself, like treat yourself. Yeah. Um, I love, that's why I travel so much. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I deserve this. Yes. Oh my God. That's the mentality I have. And I, um, love to take myself out on dates. Like, don't wait for anyone else to provide you with what you want in life and do it for yourself. Yeah. Um, so, you know, join the rec league you want to, you want to start, you know, right. playing in or take that trip or, you know, treat yourself to some fancy pasta at a local restaurant, you know, whatever it takes, like some, um, but yeah, uh, definitely like, live the best life you can on your own terms. Love, 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I okay. I I love I love everything that we've talked about today, and I fully intend on going back and listening to this episode <laughs> again. But like genuinely, as like a passive listener, I thank you so much for coming on, talking about everything, and just like telling us a little bit about yourself. Um, really, like truly learned a lot from our almost like 40 minutes together. Um, is there, are there any like socials you want to throw out? Anything about yourself that you want to like say like who you are? Is there anywhere like anyone can follow you if they want to? For sure. I'm an internet addict, um, <laughs> but I also do love working with um, people of color. Uh, that's kind of like my demographic, uh, entrepreneurs, founders, uh, and startups. So yeah, you can see my work and, and what I do at melissaalam.com. Um, my business is Alam Digital, and then I'm on social everywhere at Ring the Alam. So amazing! By the way, love that um, that handle. Amazing. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Uh, to anyone listening, please like or subscribe and share with your friends if you resonated with anything in this episode. I will have all the links to like the socials and everything that were mentioned today um, in the show notes, and we'll see you next.